Hey friends, welcome back to Real Life Marriage, where I'm your host, Candace Mummert. And on a great day, my husband, Aaron, joins me as the co-host. Whether I'm sharing tidbits and encouragement or interviewing people brave enough to share what goes on behind closed doors in their marriage, it's all for the goal of strengthening marriages. We're glad you joined us as we unpack the good, the bad, and everything in between when it comes to real life marriage. Candy here today with you, and we're going to recap some of our favorite parts of my interview with Craig and Lori Castle. So here's one of the highlights from the interview. I was waiting for that fight. I was waiting for him to yell at me or get what I deserve. And what we practice now is saying, you know, I love you. I am for you. I'm not against you. You know, when emotions run high, I choose you. I choose you today. I choose you tomorrow. When we're not in agreement with something, we have pink and blue type thinking. I think in pink, he thinks in blue. I'm not wrong because I think in pink. And he's not wrong because he thinks in blue. We just, we're just opposite people, you know? And so, but having those affirmations, those words that work, what it does is it, it diffuses, for me, it diffuses what the enemy's trying to build up in my head. Like, this is the one, this is that one thing. He's going to say, you know what? I've had it. I'm done. This is the straw. And, what, and so when he says, I choose you, I don't like the situation, but I choose you, that it just completely removes that lie and brings, you know, resettles my emotions so that we can actually deal with the problem instead of reacting to each other. All right, Aaron. <laughs> what got your attention from my interview with Lori and Craig Castle? Well, one of the things that I, I loved that Lori and Craig described was just the um, the choosing I choose you. Um, I'm for you. Just those words uh, during uh, the discussions and arguments that all marriages bring up that um, they were just making a conscious decision that they're fighting on the same team, that they choose you. Yeah, you and I, we've been able to go out and have date nights with them before. and We always have a good time. So we've kind of been blessed with those little treasures before. Uh, I think Lori calls them words that work. And they do work because... They kind of diffuse the situation when you're disagreeing, when you're arguing, when you're trying to make a really difficult decision that you're not seeing eye to eye on. If you bring in those words that work, it kind of diffuses the situation. Yeah, it keeps the broader broader perspective, um, zooms you out of the problem. Either it's a financial yeah. problem at your discussion, a time management, an investment problem, parenting problem. It just zooms you out. And, and just says, hey, we're one team. What, mm-hmm. are, what are we going to do for the team here? What is the What decision do we need to make that's best for the team, not for the individual? And it just allows the ideas to come together as, as one, make, make it one decision. Yeah, and I feel like a broken record talking about one team because if you hang out with me much, you know I say that a lot. But I guess really when it comes down to it, I feel like that's one of the foundational strengths that you have in a marriage is when you see yourselves as being on the same team, whether you're agreeing in the moment or not, remembering that you're always on the same team. God has brought you together for a bigger purpose than you being happy or meeting your needs. And that in that greater purpose, you're on the same team. And what a privilege. Yep. What a privilege to see what God's going to do. Another thing that I loved is when Lori talked about affirming Craig, and, and I remember how often she does that in public, that she'll say at, when we're at dinner together, or when we're at church and we see them, and she'll talk about being his biggest fan 
or what are some of the other words that she used? I choose you. I'm your biggest fan. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> I just think that's amazing. Um, I would just, you know, from a man's perspective, if, if if Candy says I am his biggest fan, immediate, I'm just feeling like a million bucks, this mm-hmm. mighty warrior that that my lady, you know, I'm I'm her biggest fan. She believes in me. And so then that immediately turned, you know, I want to now protect her. I want to now pour into her. So just it's kind of a nice, beautiful cycle that that, that, that just naturally creates. Yeah, and the, the Bible teaches us as wives that one of the things we need to do is respect our husbands. And there's hundreds of books out there that say that one of the number one things that men need is respect. And there's a whole lesson on that, but... I think, wouldn't you think that that's kind of a way that we show respect to you, mm-hmm. even by saying, I'm your greatest fan. It means I approve of what you're doing. I appreciate what you're doing. I think you're awesome at what you do. And and so... It builds you up. It builds, yeah. builds the husband up. It builds um, words of encouragement into his life. So that then as the head of the family can can lead the family with confidence, knowing his... His wife is behind him, supporting him and, and encouraging with words. And I love when you said that then it also like you felt like, you know, a warrior, it built you up and then you wanted to then immediately protect me and take care of me. And, uh, you know, when we live in an age when it's all about female power and how we can take care of ourselves and how we should be paid the same as men. And, and there's a place for that. But I really believe that in the deepest places of our hearts, yes, we want to stand on our own two feet, but man. I want my man to protect me. I want him to be there to protect me and hold me up when I'm falling and and all of those things. And so for you to say that my words of encouragement to you make you want to further protect and love me, then that just warms my heart. And again, it that starts that healthy, healthy cycle with our words. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I was reminded that in the Bible, uh, Proverbs 18.21 says that the tongue has the power of life and death. And that's very much what we're talking about here, too. Unfortunately, we're often quickest to hurt the people that we are the closest to. Sometimes when we're when we're the people that we're closest to or that we love the most, it's just so easy to mm-hmm. take it out on them or be honest with them in a hurtful way, unfortunately. Yeah. And and really we should be protecting that person. We should be protecting our spouse and guarding our words and building them up and making sure that our tongue and our words are giving life to you and not death. Yes, yes, totally. So just to expand a little bit more upon the, the one team concept, uh, if, if you kind of look in Ephesians six twenty eight, it says, um, in the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. After all, no one ever hated his own body, but he feeds and cares for it, just as Christ does the church. And it's it's just reconfirming the the oneness um, that we that the husband and the wife are one, and that when conflict does arise, that that usually that conflict is is driving a separation of ideas, a yeah. separation of of the decision, um, and there's conflict there, and that's. That's against this one, and instead you need to pause, slow down. In our instance, what what is best for Team Mummert? It's not Candy won this discussion or Aaron won this discussion. It's Candy had the best idea for Team Mummert to move forward in this area of parenting. Aaron had the best idea 
or the idea that the team is choosing for time management or financial um, investment. Just, just it, it's biblical of staying one and united. Obviously, the Holy Spirit right in the middle of that. So really, a, a bounding of three. Yeah, that's good. Not always easy, but it's good to practice. Yeah, yeah, definitely against the desire. The initial response of the flesh is not. Yeah. Um, to be sacrificed. Official and, yeah. and look for the greater good. And you know, we've we've talked a little bit um, in some of our marriage groups and marriage counseling on setting goals, marriage goals. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your what is your 2019 marriage goals? What do you want to do as a as a family financially, time management with children, individual goals? What what are your goals, Candy? What are my goals and whatnot? And just kind of really write those down and then dialogue with them. So that then when it's March and we're having to make a tough decision and we're kind of really stuck, it's it's not really a bad or a good decision. It's just, ah, it's a mediocre. Well, let's look at our family goals. Yeah. And so that then does this align with where we want our family to go in 2019? Does this pour into one of those visions, support one of those goals? And so then it's not Aaron saying no to this or Candy saying no to this. It's like, you know what, that is a good idea, but that doesn't currently align where we're wanting to take our family this year. That's so true. And you're making it as if that's a hypothetical thing, but that's totally (laughs) happened to us this year. It has, right? We've had some decisions um, that we've had to make uh, with how we were going to spend our time. and, And you reminded me of our 2019 goals and that settled the dust a yeah. little bit. And it wasn't us. easy to swallow, no. really, but it was definitely, you're right. Those are our goals and that are our vision. I can't even remember what it was. And it was a good thing. It was yeah. a healthy thing, Yeah, but it just wasn't the right time for us to invest in that. Right. Right. And it just kept us, again, like you said, on the, on that same team, you weren't against me. You were just reminding me of our goals. And so, yeah. It works. Practice, friends. (laughs) If you haven't yet, grab a piece of paper, maybe jot down those words that work. We are on the same team. I'm your biggest fan. I choose you. Yes. Good, good stuff. And Katie, I mean, when you say that, you just have to smile when you say it. I know. I did. He just looked at me and I'm smiling. (laughs) Yeah. And sometimes you got to say it if you don't even feel it. You say it because you know (laughs) it is right. It's true. (laughs) All right. Well, Thanks for joining me. Yeah. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening today. If you enjoyed the podcast, please take a minute to leave a review and share it with a friend to be part of Strengthening Marriages. Until next time, be sure you're loving on relationships.